Grund nummer 39, 50% priskutt på bleier med A. Hos Rema 1000 satser vi alt på å gi deg Norges råeste bleikutt. 50% priskutt på alle bleistørrelser og typer. Alt fra Pampers og Libro til Level. Max fem pakker med priskutt per handletur. Bare husk å aktivere kuttet i e-appen. Rema 1000, alltid lave priser. Welcome back to the Radical Broccoli podcast. I'm so happy to hear you tuning in and I am excited for today's episode. For all of you regular listeners, hello again, welcome. And for everyone who is new, fantastic to have you here. I'm so happy that you found our podcast, that you tuned in. And this is a podcast created by me, Suzanne, and my sister, my business partner, Annette. We are the creators of the Radical Broccoli universe and we love to talk about everything self-development, spirituality, sustainability and everything that's happening in our lives, being an entrepreneur and so much more. Today we have a special guest episode. We are so lucky to be able to have a talk with Matilda Ritsen from the Holy Crap podcast and universe. Holy Crap is Sweden's largest platform for spirituality and holistic health. And Matilda is the co-founder of this concept together with her partner Amanda. And today we get to chat with Matilda about everything we're curious about in her life. We also talk about Kundalini awakening process, which is something that Matilda introduced us for when we met up in Costa Rica. We also chat about how Matilda lives her life, how she takes decisions, her daily rituals and how it was for her to take the big leap of quitting her job and going full-time as an entrepreneur in Holy Crap. If you're interested in these topics, if you want to feel inspired to be more courageous and take the choices that are important for you, I suggest that you tune into this episode and give it a good listen. And if you do get really curious about CUP, Kundalini Awakening Process, and what it's all about, we do invite you to join the class that's coming up in our membership the 14th of June at 7 to 9 Oslo time. You can check out the links below and find out how to sign up for this class. And I think it's going to be a fantastic experience that I would love for everyone to join. A bit further out in the episode, the sound drops for a moment when Matilda is explaining what cup is. And what she's saying is that cup is an energy transmission of two things, the kundalini energy and non-dual consciousness. And if you like the episode, I would love for you to give us some stars in the iTunes app or a comment or contact us on Instagram and let us know how you felt about the episode or add a post in your stories on social media and we will repost you. Enjoy! Warmly welcome to our beloved guest, Matilda Ritsen from Holy Crap. And we're so happy to have you in our podcast today and we're super, super excited to dive into these topics that we have prepared for today's episode. But firstly, we just want to know how you're doing. Oh, thank you so much. Um, I am doing great. So I, am, I came home to Stockholm two weeks ago. I was in Mexico for um, my CAP training, which I think we'll dive into later on, maybe. Um, but I am very happy to 
to see summer and light and actually to be home in Stockholm to hang out with my friends and family again. So, and I'm super happy to be here now. I'm a tiny bit nervous. Uh, I usually do podcasting in Swedish, <laughs> but I am super excited and feels like I'm, I mean, I'm with friends, so that feels good. Yeah. And the last time we actually saw each other was in Santa Teresa in Costa Rica, where yes. you hosted a spiritual surf retreat with the, the podcast that you're running and company, Holy Crap. Yeah. So, so uh, <laughs> That was so fun. Yeah. yeah. It was good times. Yeah, um, it's funny how we ran into each other probably five, six times. <laughs> <laughs> the universe was like, hey, you know that you guys are going to meet, right? Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's meant to be, so what are, what are, you, what are you trying to like, escape from? Yeah. This is like... This is meant to happen. Exactly. Yeah, but then we finally made time to have a lunch. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and it was so cozy. Um, so, yeah, there's so much happening in your life. Even just since Costa Rica, you have made a lot of big changes. And yeah. as you just said, you have had CAP. Uh, you've become a CAP facilitator, which we mm. will dive more into because oh, it's such an interesting uh, topic. Um, but first, I would like to hear a little bit from the start. You started Holy Crap. Yes. Um, do you want to, and together with uh, Amanda, right? Mm, yeah. So my best friend since 15, 15 years yeah. back. Yeah. And mm. this is a platform for spirituality, self-development, and really for people who are more curious about what's out there. Um, you've created both a podcast where you interview really interesting guests on different subjects and also mm -hmm. events and different courses um, yes so do you want to tell me a little bit about how this started oh my god so back in 2019 i went through a lot of chaotic things so basically i had my spiritual awakening in the spring of 2019 and it seems like 2019 was a like a big year for many people i don't know if you can agree mm. um but it seems like a year where so many people woke up um so i had this um again chaotic year Every, everything basically fell apart so much broke down and my friend amanda had had this um maybe a year before um so she knew how to guide me. So she was in LA at the time. She she lived in Los Angeles with her husband. Um, and she had the opportunity to like dive straight into everything spiritual. So yeah. back then, this was only three years ago, but Stockholm was very far from LA when it comes to the spiritual scene. And when she moved there, she... Um, she found all of these amazing healers and people and podcasts, especially. Mm -hmm. So she listened to so many um, American, um, Canadian, um, Austra Australian podcasts about spirituality. And she sent all of these podcasts to me and I started listening. So I discovered the world of podcasting um, through my spiritual awakening. And we started talking about um, that we wanted to find uh, one of these podcasts in Swedish because we wanted something that was closer to home and something that is closer to heart in a way. 
um, and we couldn't find any. We could we could find maybe one or two, which was um, made by a generation or like maybe two generations older than us, and it was hard to relate. Um, so we wanted to find a podcast which was, you know, made by someone who also had like a modern life and had like modern life struggles. Yeah. Um, so we couldn't find any, and then we discovered we 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 started talking about maybe create our own, mm. and then the universe um, just made everything happen for us in like the most perfect way. Um, so six months later, we had two months of um, we quit our jobs to do to start this entrepreneurship program, which um, nothing came out of it. So we had two months of. Of not working uh, and we, we were like wow we have nothing to do we have a long list of guests to invite because at this um, entrepreneurship program Amanda's business idea was to do like a um, like a, um, how do you describe it like a company for healers and mm. coaches yeah so we had like it's like a long list of healers and coaches that, <laughs> that she'd uh, researched and we could just like call them up and ask invite them to the podcast so it was everything was so aligned and then the pandemic came which also was super meant to be because that's when the podcast um um listenings like everything blew up and so many people needed guidance um to for like in in those times so it was it was interesting the timing was very perfect yeah wow yeah that's how it shows how aligned it and meant to be it was for you to to share all of the things you're curious about yeah and it's funny yeah. how you, when you told the story now i kind of first journeyed with amanda to la and i pictured everything that was going on there <laughs> and then i saw you too in stockholm and i love to hear stories about how things started for people yeah because it usually yeah. starts out with something, as you say, like a chaotic time and like, whoa, mm. what am I going to do? And then maybe even time passes and you still don't know what you're going to do. But like suddenly ideas start coming and you start creating and it's yes. like, oh, okay, this was meant for me all along. Mm. And it's interesting because we both have had um, desires to communicate and like we've had all these types of interests, but we never thought about like it could be a podcast or this, it could be this kind, kind of company and we definitely never thought that spirituality and like health would be what we do for a living you know <laughs> um so it's also funny like how you try and plan your life and you have this 10 years like 10 year plan and yeah. then you know you can like you can never plan anything no basically it's like me no. and Annette in our studies. Annette studying history and war studies and me studying economics and finance. I don't think we ever thought we would have <laughs> a membership on self-development and a podcast. And like, <laughs> we wouldn't. But that's when you just follow your desire, that's kind of how it happens. But yeah. did you have any yeah. fear involved in the process of starting yes. a podcast? And how oh, yeah. Go I mean, that? I was... I was quite insecure about speaking out mm. and coming out of the spiritual closet and like really talk about all these wacky subjects. Um, cause we, we talk about self development and health. Mm. That's kind of the, 
red thread throughout the podcast, but it's also, we also discover um, all kinds of weird things, you know, yeah. like star seeds and like the, the more wacky alien stuff. Mm-hmm. And at the time, no one spoke about this in Sweden. Mm-hmm. Um, so much has happened in the past years. Um, so it was like very, very bad looked upon. Um, I had like friends from previous workplaces who actually removed me from Instagram when we launched a podcast. Um, I heard like people talking, uh, but behind my back. Um, and it was quite, I had, yeah, I, I, I have had struggles, you know, coming out of doing this and be more public and, um, yeah. It was it was a bit hard in the beginning, but it was also the passion and like the happiness of doing this work and mm-hmm. that took over. Um, but it was definitely not without a bit of a stomach ache and a bit of an anxiety connected to it too. Mm-hmm. Mm. That's so brave to go through that because that when we asked a question recently on our Instagram, what holds you back from following your dreams? I think 90 or 95% reply that the fear of what others would think is what holds them back. I've had that so much in my life. Like, it's one of my biggest wounds. Mm -hmm. Um, And um, I still have, like this week, I've had this coming up. I don't know if it's something connected to the moon or Mm -hmm. the stars in some way, Um, but I haven't been so much in it for the past six months mm-hmm. um but it came up again like oh my god do i sound this and that like mm-hmm. you know in our previous episode and should i say this and maybe mm-hmm. people are going to think of me like this and yeah so yeah i mean it's such a big it's it, yeah i i i hate this part of being <laughs> human you know yeah. the ego and all the fears connected to what other people would think. And and I mean, intellectually, I know that everyone, ha- like we have the same type of struggles. We have the t- same type of fears. We are so similar. We have so many similar emotions, but either way, it's hard to be authentic. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but I think it's important for people to hear that it's possible to have these fears and do it anyway. Yeah, it doesn't have to define your life or um, take over your life, which I think, you know, when they come up, sometimes they can feel paralyzing, like you can't do anything about it. But hearing, you know, that you moved through it, you've done it anyway, and you guys became wildly successful from mm. sharing your passion. And yeah. I'm sure for each time, it's it shows up in a different way. It's not the same kind of fear that showed up when you just started. Yes, that's true. Mm. And it's so much less now. So I, every time I push through a fear and every time I kind of, you know, do it anyways, as you say, um, it definitely decreases and it's different. It's so much softer. I can come through it in like, you know, maybe an hour or whatever before it was like stuck in my system for weeks. Yeah. Um, So yeah, it definitely changes. Um, if you just dare to uh, push through. Yeah. yeah, and just feel and see those and acknowledge those feelings, but know that it's not the true you, it is your ego. And it's 
It's like when I had this meetup in Oslo with our members recently, we talked a lot about this topic of that voice. Like they were asking me, like, do you feel like that voice decreases or is it always going to be there criticizing you? But what I've experienced is the same as you. It will actually decrease the more you go through it, the more you go through yes. it. But also I feel like the relation to it changes. It's not like that's me anymore. Mm, exactly. Observe it from out the outside and then still connect with the heart and the authentic and then mm. go through it. Mm. But yes. it is, yeah, I agree. It is super challenging. Yeah, um, it's like this... We've talked a lot about the vulnerability hangover sometimes <laughs> after... Oh my god, yes, this. I have it quite often. Yeah. <laughs> but it's uh, it's interesting to hear you say that, and I love that you're so honest, because when I see your posts on Instagram, for example, it feels so pure and authentic, you, oh. and it's you're sharing, so it's, it's like you can feel it, this is you. Mm. I don't know how to explain it better, but I'm just like, okay, yeah. And she means this, oh. and she's experienced this, and it's so beautiful, and it feels like you don't really care about what other people think. Mm. Oh, yeah. wow! Yeah. That's the biggest compliment <laughs> I ever have. Yeah, I, I do. I care so much, and I, I'm so deeply aware of mm. it, so I have a very hard time not being authentic. I, I think it comes from my upbringing. Mm. My dad is the same. Like, um, it's very hard for me. I can completely see through everything that is fake mm. um so if something feels fake like it's impossible for me to share it or like write about it or yeah. anything um yeah but i i'm very <laughs> like yeah i'm still quite self-conscious mm. Mm. <laughs> but what has been your biggest challenge so far being an entrepreneur um, wow, I think it is, um, throwing yourself out there. Um, yeah. and also I think quitting my job mm. was very hard. Yeah. Um, and that it was, took me, that was quite recently. Just, yes. It was mm. two months ago mm. and it wasn't hard then because I, it's, it, like it, it, it's gone too far. Like I've, I've been wanting to quit like six months or like more. Mm. I don't know how honest I should be, but I like, <laughs> I've been have feeling this so, so much. And I was quite afraid of, especially like the economic, like the financial situation of, of running the company and be so dependent on income and sales and, because Holy Crap has been our passion project and it, it was quite nice to have it like a passion project in a way because we could do only the things that was like 100% um, from the heart. So if we didn't feel like pushing or selling anything for two months, we didn't have to because we weren't dependent on, on any sort of income. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was hard to get into more of a business mindset with the company. Mm. Um, but now I just think it's super fun. Like I, I don't have any of those thoughts anymore. I just think it's exciting that we are able to offer things to our audience that they want to, you know, that they want to purchase. Mm. And 
it's a win-win and it's an, it's an energy exchange. So now I've, I've completely um, got over those thoughts, but it was very much about that. And, and me and Amanda has been discussing this so much, like, how do we not turn this into a business? It can't be too businessy. Mm-hmm. Um, but that was just fears. Um, fears of, I guess, um, um, and not make it in a way. Like, if this turns into a business, then we're not going to make it. Mm. Yeah. Very relevant fears. And I like that you also could see it as a fear and not as the truth. Um, yeah. Because again, it can be so tricky sometimes to know when we navigate out of something that feels um yeah like these thoughts they can feel very real and then Mm. when we just go through them then suddenly we realize like wow (laughs) it's actually not true Mm. it can be a different reality that's such a relief (laughs) yeah and i also am curious to know what is the best part now about you have quit your job and you're a hundred percent you know free to do what you want what what is the best uh, it's definitely the freedom. Mm. And I would say it's freedom in so many ways. So I, I still, I work many, many, many more hours than I did in my previous job. So it's not freedom per se. I at the computer <laughs> like too much. Um, it's the freedom of doing my own thing. So if I want to post something, if I want to write something, I want to, if I want to launch something, any, everything comes from us and yeah. we decide everything. It doesn't need to go through any you know, decision layers or hierarchy or all this, those things that comes with corporate jobs. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, yeah, that is, it's so amazing to do everything authentic again, like, because working for um, a company, um, some of the projects that you do are, are, can be super authentic and they can come from your heart, but many of the projects is coming from someone else. So, yeah it's like just executing on someone else's ideas um and no like now we can just do everything that comes from us and that's i mean it's it's gives so much energy i think Mm. and also deciding on what kind of energies i'm surrounded by um what meetings i'm having what people i'm seeing what projects we're doing like everything is um I don't need to go to meetings with people. I don't want to draining my energy. And it's, uh, yeah, it saves so much energy that I can put into work instead of mm. being completely exhausted by the end of the day because I was forced to do small talk for four hours. Yeah. And how did you know? Could you describe the feeling of knowing that you needed to quit? Uh, it was in my whole body. I don't know what happened to, so when I was in Costa Rica for five weeks and um, it was like a portal of a new life. Mm. Um, I don't know if it's Costa Rica, you know it better than me, (laughs) that's the energies of that place. Mm. Um, But I came back completely different. I was such a different person. Um, And it was like I cleansed my whole energy field and I was just very much myself. Mm. Um, so coming back was like entering a different world, like my old self. Um, and it felt so unaligned. So I was like, oh my God, I can't, like, I don't know how to do this anymore. Yeah. That's great. <laughs> so it was, it was super, um, again, I think I 
I could have quit it like six months ago and I kept myself there because of fears yeah. and because I guess the timing wasn't right. So, um, um, but now coming back and feeling the shift of what happens to me when I push, like when I force myself to be in that environment mm. and how much that hurts me. Mm. It was very easy to do, to, like to take the decision. And I could have just worked in a cafe instead. Like it was so, I needed to change environments. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I recognize that feeling. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and um, one of the cool things that, it was actually you that introduced at least me to it in Costa Rica was cup. And it's yeah. something I know that you did a lot while you were there. Um, and you just had uh, some weeks in Mexico becoming a facilitator. So I really mm. want to talk more about this because it's one of the wildest things I've ever experienced in my life. Um, but first, yeah. can you tell us a little bit what is CAP? Um, so CAP is an energy transmission two things um so it's both energy which i think a lot of you uh, uh are aware of what that is and then it's also um uh consciousness so it's non-dual consciousness and non-dual means basically not two so it's about the consciousness of everyone are one so we are all one So this also happens in a session that you get the energy transmission. So your body can start moving, for example, mm-hmm. um, and you can have all kinds of different experiences. You can have uh, you can have movements, you can have visions, you can go on astral journeys, you can have emotional releases, um, but you can also get into the non-dual state of consciousness, which is basically a very blissful state mm-hmm. where you feel love for everyone yeah. <laughs> um usually coming out of a session you've experienced both um so it's very nice in many ways and it's also interesting what happens after a class because the energy keeps working with you for weeks after mm. Mm. <laughs> what do you guys think about cap wow i think it was one of the fastest ways to have a really mind-blowing spiritual experience um because you don't like your biggest task when you're lying there and and you're in the class was to surrender and to relax and usually you know i've done a lot of kundalini and it's more about you creating a lot of energy breathing moving um but now it was the opposite it was (laughs) relaxing and actually letting something flow through you mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and also letting the ego go yeah yeah because the ego came in like for me at least wanting to have some sort of specific experience or picturing what would happen and that almost blocked the natural flow of the energy mm. yeah it was so interesting i remember we talked about that after the first class it was like a period of a lot of noise in the beginning yeah and then boom quiet <gasps> yeah <laughs> yeah yeah that's how i experience it too when you get when you surrender mm. you are completely in your own energy yeah yeah and i think that's a good practice in life 
Like, mm. how can you stay in your energy mm-hmm. when you're surrounded by a lot of noise? You know? yeah. yeah. And I think it was super interesting for me also. The first time I had a very huge, <laughs> like, a lot of anger came out of me afterwards. It was so uncomfortable because I wanted so hard to be blissful and happy and just like, feel all the oneness, but I was just pissed off. So I came yes. home and I cried and I like punched in the air, like screamed, and but all that had to come out. And then yeah. the second time I tried it, he pushed the facilitator, um, Yusuf, I think his name is. It's fantastic, and he pushed so hard on my lower belly i think i had a blockage in chakra or something like that and ever since that it changed something with my health also so also on a physical level like digestion wise and like feeling of more flow after that which was super super interesting so i think something happened with a block that's been there for years Mm. and that second time I also came into this oneness and bliss and like almost ecstasy with the body dancing and I saw all these colors and then we were just, we were like cheering on the <laughs> ATV back home, just like, woo, life! And it was just amazing. Yeah. It's it is very nice to let all of those, like all that energy out because mm. we have so much stuck in our system. We are, we are not even... I mean, we're not at all aware of all the energy that we have stored mm. and having an opportunity to let it all out, like, or parts of it out. It's mm. such a freeing emotion, like a freeing mm. feeling. Yeah. yeah. So I've been looking for a cup here in Portugal and I found yeah. a, a retreat upcoming in June. Okay. Yeah. So I wanted to sign me in and up for that. <laughs> and keep it going yes. because uh, yeah I just want to experience more of that. yeah but um, we also you know we're trying to get you here uh, because now you're a facilitator yeah. <laughs> I am I am coming to Portugal you, you know? are okay are you fantastic in July yeah <gasps> amazing oh, yeah, we talked about that I didn't know it was yes. final oh that's so fun oh okay so I'm coming starting July 11th okay uh, for two weeks amazing Ooh. So you have to tell us about Mexico and going deeper into COP and actually becoming a facilitator. Um, yeah. Do you want to share was, some of the highlights? Yeah, it was a very interesting experience um, because I was part of a group um, in the training and we were 30 people maybe. Mm-hmm. And everyone are super duper activated and activated means, means that you've done a lot of CAP. So you are very home in the energy and the energy flows through very um, freely, Um, which means that in those sessions, in the CAP sessions that you, you have a lot of, a lot of things are happening. Like the more you are introduced to the energy, the more different types of things can happen. Um, So first of all, it was interesting to do those CAP sessions with that group. because you're just surrounded by so much energy, so it's like everyone is buzzing. Mm. Um, but it was also very interesting to meet the founder of CAP. So CAP was founded in 2016, which is not at all long ago, no. so it's very new in the energy scene. Mm. And it was founded by a guy called Venant Wong, and he's Chinese-Australian, and he has done so much in his life up until like discovering that he has this gift of transmitting and also um, 
uh, teaching this to other people. Mm. Um, so yeah, it was amazing to to be with this group um, and also with him and hearing him talk about life. And I think it's interesting what you because I am so drawn to Cap. So are you? And I also think it's because I'm. I really like his energy. So yeah. he's very simple. Like everything about his life and how he thinks about life is very simple. It's like you don't need anything. Mm. Um, spirituality is not like you know you don't need any like stuff or gurus or. Uh, you don't need to do anything (laughs) like you don't even need to meditate like he's very much into the simple life and you just need to be Mm. um like cut the crap (laughs) and be authentic and he's very human he's very like he's very raw in every way he 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 swears and he expresses his emotion he cries he screams he or you know, he's very human in every way. He's not sitting there on a pedestal being like a guru. Mm. Um, and I'm very attracted to that kind of energy. Yeah. Um, so that was very inspiring. Um, and it's so fun to to learn how to do cap. It's, uh, you know, you feel like Harry Potter in a way. Mm. <laughs> you move your hands, in, you know, above someone's body and they start moving. It's wow. like... How is that possible? Wow. And how was it to teach for the very, or I don't know, you don't call it teach, but to facilitate for the first time, like, because you've <sighs> received a lot of cup, but then suddenly mm. you were going to stand there yourself. How did that feel? Um, I thought I would feel like I was faking, like, I just, like, you know, like a child mm-hmm. trying something for the first time, but it actually felt more home, mm-hmm. at home than I thought it would be. Um, and I heard it from a lot of my fellow people in the group. They said it felt very like coming home in a way. Mm-hmm. Um, so it feels very natural. And I think it's because you're in the energy, like you're a vessel for the energy. So you're in it um, at the same time as the person on the floor. So you go into some sort of mode where you don't have a lot of ego at the time in that moment so it's very much of a spiritual experience also facilitating um you can have your thoughts like you can have you can think about anything but then you're also in a very loving kind of present mode Mm -hmm. um so it felt but it was they felt also like a bit of a bit weird and a bit like is this really happening <laughs> at the same time? <laughs> wow. And do you ever feel the energy of those you're facilitating for? Yes. That was like a interesting that I get a lot of messages mm-hmm. instantly when I started doing it. Like I intuitively intuitively know where to put my hands Mm. um and uh, i you know i get messages from like oh they have a heartbreak and Mm. they have a lot is in their like the energy so much in their head yeah i need to be more i need to do more work with the head 
Um, and now I need to go to the feet and like, oh, I need to run to that person. Okay. She needs to, she needs to pressure in her solar plexus. Like you get those kind of intuitive messages when you work. It's, wow. yeah, it's cool. It sounds very cool. And do you feel like you bring the energy? F I'm thinking about, um, like your energetic boundaries. How do you feel after a session? Do you feel really high and filled or do you ever pick up on people's trauma or challenges or do you have any ritual to like switch the energy um, around? I don't think I've practiced enough to know. I've only had four classes. Mm. Mm. Um, so I, but because I, I felt quite depleted the day after uh, my recent classes. So I think I am practicing on holding the energy. Um, yeah. But I don't think I pick up and like bring with me other people's emotions, no. actually. Because I feel very uh, neutral in the moment. Like whatever comes up, whatever I'm sensing or feeling, like I just leave it there and it's I don't have any sort of attachment or mm. any thoughts about it. I'm like, nice, mm. cool. Um, yeah, so I think that's good. Um, mm. oh, that's so fascinating. So now um, you will be teaching in Stockholm or do you have any um, plans for what you want to do? Um, yeah, so we will be, I will be doing some classes now uh, in Stockholm. We're also traveling to Gothenburg and to a smaller city close to Gothenburg. Um, mm. So if we have any Swedes listening, go to my Instagram and and check out where we're going to be yes. um but we i i want to i just want to travel yeah. so <laughs> you know <laughs> we talk about this yeah. um yeah i don't feel like stockholm is my place right now i am super excited to explore mm. more of the world and come back here and have this as my home ground but then be out um i'm very like portugal and la mm. and bali is what's on my wish list to go mm. to. I'm excited for that. Yeah. <laughs> and will you bring yeah. up with you on the road or can you do it anywhere? Yeah. 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 That's a good part. You don't need yeah. any, anything to do it. Like, mm. um, so yeah, that's my plan. And mm. I'm kind of envisioning now working more on those tropical places, like mm. like what we did in Sunia, mm. those kind of sundecks and yeah. Wow. yeah. Yeah, I can see you doing that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we are so excited to share with you more of the other things we are building outside of this podcast. And that is our beautiful membership and the Radical Broccoli Shop. And a lot has happened since we started. Um, I'll talk about the membership first. We are such a beautiful group of people from all over, mostly from Norway, also from Europe. And every single month we have four sessions uh, together, two with guests um, that we invite in to talk about different topics that we just are really curious about and really know will help um, help us to evolve and to feel good and two sessions are with me and Suzanne 
where we have one that we call Heart to Heart, where each uh, month we choose a topic that we really feel passionate about. And the last few months, we have talked a lot about money and abundance. And now we're going to talk a lot about body, body confidence, how to connect to the body, how to feel good in our bodies. And how important it is to know that this magnetism and radiance really comes from inside, not from how we think we look or how society thinks we should look or anything like this. Um, and it's just amazing to see what happens when you know we get this switch. I think my favorite thing about having this membership is all the connections where I know um, so many beautiful people and really new friendships and new um, connections. We had a beautiful meeting meetup in Oslo where Suzanne uh, had 20 of the members uh, on a, a sauna, floating sauna. And we're gonna create so much more of this in the future. So if you are curious about, you know, spirituality, self-development, growth, and you really, I think a common thing is that you haven't maybe that many people to discuss it with and you really want to share and you want to learn, you want to grow and you know there's more out there and you know that you're meant to have this fantastic life. This, this is your group. This is for you. And I don't believe in coincidences. Everybody's there for a really, really good reason. And we are just so warmly welcoming you to join us um, and create with us and chat with us and just see the shifts that happen. For new members, um, we also have discount codes in the shop and we have a lot of uh, new things happening in addition to these four sessions. We have embodiment, um, dance that Suzanne is offering and uh, which is really like this beautiful emotional release and we have a lot more in store that is coming uh, coming for us and the other thing I wanted to share with you today dear podcast listener is about the radical broccoli shop so we created this shop because we wanted you to have this experience this moment this second of time where you just relax and appreciate and fall into gratitude and i envision the customers who buy the gold milk the anima mundi powders the candles the journals i really envision you all sitting down and taking these moments for yourself where you just feel elevated and you can feel the energy of the product which really we choose I mean, we choose what we think is the best of the best. And in these moments, I hope that you feel, you know, that you are the one. You're the one you've been waiting for. <laughs> Not to get super cliche, but, you know, that's really what I envision. And that's how I use the product. And that is what we wanted to create this store. Another, of course, important factor in the Radical Broccoli Shop is the sustainable um, aspect of it. We want everything to be ethically produced. It's so important for us um, because I truly believe that the world needs it. We need more 
people being conscious of what they use, what they put on their face, what they put in their hair. And this will just be so much better for nature. And I know all of you listening already care so much and know this, but we also want to make it very available for you. Because in the jungle of things, it can be hard to find things that work. Um, and as you know, Susan and me have done research for five years. <laughs> We're pretty, um, yeah, what can I say? We're getting pretty good at it. And right now we have some beautiful skincare bundles um, that we just made and launched in our shop. And they are <clears throat> consistent of things that we know will make your skin glow from the inside out. And all the products are naturally made, no nothing, no bullshit in them. They're just really, really highly vibrational, super beautiful products. And we really know that you're gonna love them. So thank you for taking the time to listen. And I really hope you enjoy this week's episode. So much love. But I'm also a little more curious about and because you know you have interviewed and researched so many different spiritual practices and yeah. uh, concepts so i'm really curious to know what you actually implement and use in your daily life and what has really helped you um, especially like right now you're in a big transition is there anything specific you you use to get through it or navigate Oh, it's so hard to say because we've tried basically everything that we have, <laughs> yeah. like that we speak about in the podcast. It's mm. we want to try everything before we um, launch an episode for it to be, you know, to have to have someone vouching for the experience yeah. in a way. Yeah. Um, so and I think everything has come in very timely where I was and have been at the time. So mm. when I've done shamanic healing it's been because you know that was what i needed then i needed to uh, look into my subconscious or if i did reiki it was because i needed to relax and uh, um so it's super hard to say and i think stuff comes into your life when you need it mm. and everything has prepared me for being where i am right now and so right now i'm very focused on the stuff that i'm doing now so Cap and non-duality is what I think is helping me. And it's been what has been mostly transformational, I think. Mm. Um, but it's because it fits me and my personality very well. It's like, it's high music, a lot of energy, a um, lot of release. It's a wilderness, wild, wilderness in, like with it, like in a way. Yeah. Um, but the more calmer healing forms is beautiful like um they've really benefited me in periods too so yeah i think it's hard what do you guys say you because you've tried so many things too do you agree yeah i agree i've also been through so many different things at different stages in life i would say um for me i have some things that i always come back to Uh, for example i love working on the subconscious mind where i go through my if i'm triggered for example if something really um shakes me or i feel whoa this is a big fear i love um going back and understanding where it comes from usually it's in childhood somewhere and releasing these Mm -hmm. um and that's something that yeah i've probably also since 2019 (laughs) i've been doing it 
on mm. and off. Um, other than that, it really varies. Uh, also, where I am in life, like when we were in Costa Rica, I f- almost feel like you know, just being outside surfing, it was and dancing every yeah. single day, was the yeah. biggest connection to just love um, all the time and to self. Yeah. In other times, it's more about silence and more meditation and journaling and inner and slower and calmer. Yeah. It's like the seasons of life. Yeah. Um, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. But uh, depending on what you need. So I've needed a lot of wilderness. Mm-hmm. So I have this uh, challenge in life to get out of my. I mean, to really stand in my light. Yeah. and not dimmer my light it's mm. always my shadow side so every time I feel insecure in any way I try like I belittle myself and mm. um do those things to make myself smaller and control myself in a way yeah so that's why I think those things has been very important to to work on different modalities to dare to stand in my light mm. Um, but yeah, it's so, it's so individual, you know, mm. what kind of challenge you have. And do you um, have any daily rituals? Do you have like a morning ritual or evening ritual? No. No. <laughs> no, I don't, I don't do any rituals. No. No. I, I do like, I love, uh, pulling tarot cards. Yeah. I love doing journaling. Um, so I do it quite often. But I can't stick to any rituals. Mm. And I don't think you have to. Like, I think some people love it. Mm. Yeah. And some don't. Yeah. Mm. No, I'm the same. (laughs) I think it's so. (laughs) (laughs) I also like to mix it up a lot. It makes it Mm. interesting. It makes you know new things about yourself. But I think we're all very, very different. I think some people are... They thrive on routines. Yes. Mm. Yes. And, uh, there are a lot. I have a lot of friends who are like that, like who have their morning rituals and they love it so much and they just want to inspire everyone to do it, which I think is amazing. Yeah. But I'm also quite like honest with them saying, like, I love you and I think your rituals <laughs> look amazing, but I can't keep them up. Like, yeah. Yeah. it's impossible. Like, that just makes me feel like I'm controlled and mm. stuck. Yeah. Um, yeah. I want to flow. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. The feminine wild energy needs to flow. <laughs> I think so. Yeah, yeah. I don't know what it is. And I also saw something in human design. Like you can see in your chart if yeah. you have, I think it was maybe you guys who, who, um, shared this. Yeah. yeah those little arrows on the top. Yes. Yeah. So you can see if you have them in, in some specific order then you're not into yeah. routine life. You had a routine arrow in your chart and it well it was on and off um i think it was everything to do if you're stuck in a system for example school was not great for me because it's like one way of learning and one way of doing it and i'm the opposite just want um freedom, freedom in every way <laughs> so yeah I don't, from, I don't think I had routine. Yeah, we looked at those little arrows on top of the human design chart. Okay. And if it pointed one way, you're like prone to like uh-huh. routines better. Yeah, and yeah. we were a bit surprised because we thought it would be the other way. Oh, arrow. that's what I... Yeah, now I remember. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I guess it's one thing I'm yet to land in. <laughs> yeah, but yes. I think it's just fun to check. I mean, it doesn't always 
necessarily say that then okay if you have it in your human design chart you have to live like that yeah but it shows you okay does that resonate for you or not yeah and then you choose. Mm. yeah yeah that's true Free yeah choose. i think it's good not to get too stuck up on any of those kind of uh, what do you call them modalities or uh, yeah or because i love 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 human design and astro i'm very much into astrology mm. um but i also find myself you know like whoa but i'm everything like yeah. <laughs> i'm not just this moon face hmm. i'm so much more yeah yeah it's so important because we can we can kind of it's kind of a way to escape also from reality if we get too far into following our chart or too far into our signs or stuff like that yeah instead of just being and letting ourselves be everything as you say everything we want to be we can be so many things at once we can be the really really emotional person but also the craziest on the dance floor and also <laughs> the most outgoing exactly like shy sometimes it's like it's fine yeah yeah <laughs> hmm. yeah and i've learned this so much actually from amanda because so my friend who i run the podcast with she's very much like don't put me in any box and i love it like yeah because i've been wanting to put myself and other people in box because it's nice you know to kind of oh she's like that good yeah. then i know how to behave and how to act around her yeah um but the more i discover the spiritual world the less i'm i want to be connected to those things mm. yeah that's so interesting yeah, I agree. um and i really want to know uh we're approaching the end but i just know that so many people listening are probably where you were maybe before you started uh, holy crap or before you actually decided to quit your job like on this um, what do you call it cliff before you know you know you have this passion in your heart you really want to but yeah. you're scared do you now that you've gone through some fires do you have any advice for people um so my first advice is to work if you have some sort of passion or you don't even know what you want to do, but you know, it's something different than what you do today. Mm. Try and see if you can work 80%. So four days a week. And so you have one whole day a week where you just discover yourself. Mm. And maybe that could be to do a chorus, some sort of training before you discover what you want to do. Yeah. Mm. Um, and then do that as long as like, as long as you feel confident. Um, I did it for two and a half years. So, I mean, it's a long time before I had the courage to let go. Mm. Um, two is, I think it's very nice to have a partner mm. to work with. Like it takes away so many fears because yeah. you can lean on each other and you are not solely responsible for for anything because you're always two. Even, even if you are, you don't feel like you are. Like, because, mm. Yeah, yeah, it's nice to have someone to lean to and also to have someone to experience everything with because you want to have like your friends don't want to listen to everything that you do. <laughs> <laughs> um, so that's a very good thing, I think. Mm. Um, if that flows, like if someone comes into your life and it's very natural, yeah, try, try it out. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, and I think do something within your passion. Uh, areas of passion because that makes everything so much easier I think people listening to your podcast already knows this um, because running your own business you work 
all the time. Uh, and I don't think it's, it, it would drain me out if it wasn't something that I love. Mm. Uh, yeah, and it's so much easier than you think. Mm. <laughs> yeah. It's I think so. I don't think it's very hard. Now you get ex- like, extra support. Yeah, and you are, yeah, you're supported. You're supported by the universe. And mm. I, you learn everything. Like, you don't know what to do, and you just try. And um, you grow so much yeah. every day. So um, I think I heard so many stories about being an entrepreneur and like having your own company. And I don't think a lot of it is true. Like, uh, you can do it your way. Um, you don't have to follow any, but it's quite nice actually to listen to other people, other entrepreneurs, like just to be in the energy mm-hmm. of knowing that everything is possible. Um, but don't listen too much on like on the scary stories and mm-hmm. like everything is so hard and because um, it don't have to be for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. That's so important. We have we have just put everything aside that. I mean, if it's not inspiring and lifting me up, I don't want to really take it in. No. Like bad statistics about companies and stuff like that. It's just like, makes me feel powerless. And that's the opposite yes. of what I want to feel when I create. Mm. Yeah. I have people in my surrounding, my close surrounding, fortunately, <laughs> who like have a lot of fears connected to me running my own business. Mm. Um, and... I'm like, wow, yeah, I could have gone into all of those thoughts. Like, hmm. how, what are we going to do in six months? What are we going to do? Like, but I'm, I don't want to, yeah, I don't want to put myself south in that energy. No, no. It's a different, when you see it from the light of the creation and how you serve the world through what you're doing, I think it's a different consciousness than seeing it through the lens of fear. Um, yeah, it's two. It's opposites actually. Mm. Mm. We can swing back and forth, I think. But then, if we always come back to conscious lens, it's it feels purposeful and like what we're meant to do. Mm. Yeah. Mm. I sometimes think that business or entrepreneurship is like this. It's not actually a business. It's like how can we grow personally as fast as possible and help <laughs> others do the same. In the container of a company. (laughs) Absolutely. And I see Holy Crap very much as its own own entity. Mm. Yeah. It's like it's... It takes us on a journey. Yeah. Um, Yeah. And it does what it needs to do, in a way. Absolutely. It's very much its own energy. Mm. And what is the... We have a fun question. What is the weirdest spiritual thing you've ever done? Or like the weirdest modality or concept you've ever tried. Oh my! I think it is cat though. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, having your body move like a snake. Yeah. Yeah. And you are conscious and there all at the time, all the time, and like observing this happening to your body. It's. Yeah. It's it is weird. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's fun. I have to say, yeah, and yeah. or, you know, so much is so weird in the spiritual like having going to like um, um, a psychic or mm. a shamanic healer and hearing them talk about your deepest in, inner secrets it's 
I mean, it's, it, every time it's so weird, mm. I think. And amazing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> amazing. So it never gets boring and it never gets like ordinary, I think. It's no. always like, whoa, wow. And our listeners is like, hey, this is just, you know, why do you, why are you so fascinated by everything? Because I'm still so, and both of us are still so fascinated by, like, whoa, yeah, what that? Um, and they're like, hey, this is how it's supposed to be. Like, this is, you know, this is the normal. And it never gets normal for us. Wow. I like that. We are, yeah. We like children in, the, in experience, or exploring this still. Yeah. Um, even though we've seen you know everything yeah uh, it is still very 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 cool mm. yeah i fully agree like if i know mm. i'm gonna book a reading or have something fun like that coming up it's so exciting it's like christmas yeah exactly yeah like ooh, what's gonna happen now my soul <laughs> and i am actually happy that is the case because we're just 30 i'm 31 mm. yeah i want to have I want to be surprised by life mm. or the rest of my life. Yeah. yeah. And I think with, and that, excited. with that energy and that intention, you will. You will never be bored. Mm. I hope so. <laughs> yeah. yeah, for sure. Yeah. Oh, this was lovely. Thank you so much for sharing everything you shared, for your vulnerability, honesty, for your energy, your, your warmth and inspiration very very inspiring i think we're yeah i feel like i feel inspired and filled up with uh, the warmth honey energy for me. <laughs> thank you so much yeah. me too and whoa uh being on the other side it goes so fast <laughs> yeah. yeah right yeah it's we i'm usually not on uh, you know i'm usually the one interviewing yeah so <laughs> An hour just flew by. Yeah. And how was it to be a guest? <laughs> uh, fine, but also like I want to ask you so many questions. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I keep stopping myself like, no. Yeah. <laughs> totally yeah. Well, we just want to thank you so much for coming, and we will link all everywhere we can find you under the show mm-hmm. notes. And mm-hmm. if you're in. Stockholm right now you have to hurry so you can catch a cap with Matilda before she leaves and travels yes. and yes. follow on Instagram because you know if you're in Bali or Portugal this summer or wherever you're going to decide to go we need to know mm. so we so we can we can go there, we can go there. <laughs> <laughs> of course yes yeah. so we're going to meet up yeah. Yeah. super looking forward to that mm, me too alright well thank you so much and uh, yeah See you soon. See you soon. See you soon. Thank you. (laughs) Recording stopped. Har du ett enkelt personföretag eller en liten bedrift? Då är er du säkert lei av att höra mig snacka om hur enkelt det är er med kvitteringar och bilag i fiken. Så vi ger oss här vi. För vi liker enkelt. Fiken, superenkelt redskap. 